precious people watu wadhamani the clock of god has changed saa ya mungu imebadilika i'm going to handle this right away ninaenda kushughulikia haya moja kwa moja when the lord sent me to prophesy the release of the four horsemen of the apocalypse wakati bwana alinituma kutabiri kuachiliwa kwa wapanda farasi wa hawa farasi wanne wa nyakati za mwisho it became very apparent that that was the translation of the prophecy of the mount of olives ilikuwa wazi kabisa kwamba hiyo ndiyo tafsiri ya unabii wa mlima wa mizeituni many times i talked about how the horsemen have mane a lot of long hair from their neck na wakati mwingi nilinena jinsi hawa farasi wanasinga nywele nyingi za utukufu toka kwa shingo zao and stretching all the way down and they flap it alafu ni refu mpaka chini na wanazikunguta and then i also talked about how scary those heavenly beasts are na pia nikanena juu ya hawa viumbe wa kibinguni walivyowakutisha and we saw very clearly from revelation chapter 6 na tukaona kwa wazi kabisa toka katika ufunuo mlango wa sita what each of these horsemen bring forth what they did not kila ambacho kila ya huyu farasi katika hawa wanne analeta mawanamaanisha nini precious people watu wa dhamani after the release of the first horsemen baada ya kuachiliwa kwa mpanda farasi wa farasi wa kwanza the prophecy of the second and the release of the second unabii wa pili na kuachiliwa kwa wa pili the prophecy of the third on august 19th and the release of the third unabii wa tarehe 19 mwezi wa agosti na kuachiliwa kwa yule watatu the black horsemen yani mpanda farasi wa farasi mweusi and the fulfillment in the year 2008 october na kutimizwa kwake katika mwaka wa 2008 Oktoba The prophecy was August 19, 2008 Unabii ulikuwa Agosti tarehe 19 mwaka wa 2008 And the fulfillment beginning September 15 all the way into October 2008 Alafu kutimizwa kwake kuanzia tarehe 15 ya Septemba mpaka Oktoba mwaka wa 2008 and why the global economic crisis still reigns on today na ni kwa nini shida za kiuchumi za kote duniani zinaendelea mpaka wa leo precious people you realize the release of the first horseman brings forth deception as we have seen at greater depth wapendwa wasikizaji mnatambua kwamba kuachiliwa kwa farasi wa kwanza mweupe kunaleta udanganyifu kama vile tumeshughulikia kwa upana and then the second horseman the red horseman with bloodshed Alafu farasi wa pili farasi mwekundu na umwagaji wa dhambi. Na mpanda farasi wa tatu yule mweusi na shida za kiuchumi. And you see that the Lord spoke as he prophesied the third horseman. Na mnaona ya kwamba Bwana alinena alipotabiri kuachiliwa kwa mpanda farasi wa tatu. When he said there will be earthquakes and famines in various places aliposema kwamba kutakuwepo na matetemeko ya ardhi na njaa katika sehemu mbalimbali i wanted to know that when the fourth horseman is released he combines all the effects of the other horsemen nataka mjue ya kwamba wakati farasi wanne anaachiliwa anaunganisha athari za hawa farasi wengine watatu together with disease pamoja na magonjwa precious people watu wa dhamani What is the importance of the release of the pale horsemen? Umuhimu wa kuachiliwa kwa mpanda farasi wa kijivujivu ni upi? We saw very clearly 
tuliona kwa wazi kabisa in that vision of July 29th 2000 9, katika maono hayo ya Julai tarehe 29 mwaka 2009 in Johannesburg South Africa kule Johannesburg Afrika Kusini tuliona kwa wazi kabisa that the Lord concurrently presented the two events ya kwamba Bwana kwa pamoja na kwa kufuatisha akawasilisha yale matukio mawili the release of the pearl horse kuachiliwa kwa farasi wa kijivujivu and at the same time the rapture of the church na wakati huo huo unyakuzi wa kanisa and that can only help to talk about the proximity of the two events time wise na hiyo inaweza tu kusaidia kunena juu ya ukaribu wa haya matukio mawili kulingana na majira the concomitance the concurrence of those two events yani ule within the prophetic timeline upamoja ma wakati sawa wa haya matukio mawili katika nyakati za kinabii and that's why you see that ever since the lord released the pearl horseman on the 2nd of february nadomana unaona kwamba tangia bwana alipomwachilia farasi wa kijivujivu tarehe 2 ya februari his conversation regarding the rapture is very consistent with the way the two events are related mazungumzo yake juu ya unyakuzi wa kanisa yanaambatana kabisa na haya matukio mawili yanavyoambatana before the release of that pearl horseman kabla ya kuachiliwa kwa huyo mpanda farasi wa kijivujivu We do remember very well it was November 14th 2010. Tunakumbuka vyema kabisa November tarehe 14/2010. On the day when the Lord spoke with me about the day of Melchizedek. Siku ile ambayo Bwana alinena pamoja nami juu ya siku ya Melchizedek. And he said the day of Melchizedek is the day of light. Na akasema kwamba siku ya Melchizedek ni siku ya nuru. And if I understand it right. Na kama ninaielewa vizuri. When the Lord speaks about the day of light. Wakati Bwana ananena juu ya siku ya nuru. He's talking about the day when the light of the world will partake of the day. Ananena juu ya wakati ambao nuru ya ulimwengu itahusika katika siku ile. The day of light. Siku ya nuru. And it also implies the day of his glory. Na pia inaashiria siku ya utukufu wake. Because right now we are in the spiritual darkness. We are in the midnight hour, the one minute to midnight, few seconds actually. It's been one minute for a long time. Now the way the Lord is speaking that means we are a few seconds to the midnight hour. Maana sasa tuko katika giza la kiroho saa sita za usiku na imekuwa saa sita kasoro dakika moja kwa muda mrefu. Vile Bwana ananena unagundua kwamba imepungua sasa ni sekunde chache tu. And you see very clearly that that definitely pronounces great darkness. Na unaona kwa wazi kabisa kwamba hiyo bila shaka inanena juu ya giza nini. And yet The church is supposed to be the light of the world. Na ili hali kanisa linapaswa kuwa nuru ya ulimwengu. But the day when the Lord comes for the church that will be the day of light, the day of glory, the morning has come. Lakini siku ile ambayo Bwana atalijia kanisa lake, hiyo itakuwa siku ya nuru, utukufu utakuwa umekuja, asubuhi itakuwa imefika. And that's why the prophet Isaiah said. Na ndio maana nabii Isaya akasema that ask of me ya kwamba niulize about the night juu ya usiku and he would say look i see the dawn in the horizon na atasema kwamba ninaona mapambazuko yakikuja and in a little while you will have to come and ask me again na katika kitambo kidogo itabidi uje uniulize tena watchman what do you see mlinzi je waona nini meaning the lord will come with his light kumaanisha kwamba bwana atakuja na mwangaza wake na utukufu wake on the day of light siku ya nuru and take the church na kulichukua kanisa 
holy church kanisa takatifu and then darkness will come again alafu giza litakuja mara tena ask of me about the night watchman what do you see niulize juu ya usiku mlinzi waona nini and then in a little while i will tell you that yes i see the morning close by alafu katika kitambo kidogo nitakwambia kwamba nam ninaona asubuhi ikiwadia After a short while then you have to come back and ask me again watchman what do you see Na katika muda mfupi tena itabidi uje uniulize tena kwamba mlinzi waona nini Melchizedek's day is the day of light Siku ya Melchizedek ni siku ya nuru Now we've seen how God Almighty calls the day of rapture Sasa tumeona vile Mungu anaita siku ya unyakuzi In the kingdom of God Katika ufame wa Mungu Melchizedek's day siku ya Melchizedek And when he comes in his glory Na anaporudi katika utukufu wake He will bring light to the dark world ataleta mwangaza katika ulimwengu wa giza and take away the holy christians na kuwachukua wakristo takatifu and then a pitch darkness will plunge into the earth again alafu giza zito totoro litatanda kote duniani tena but after that conversation of november 14 2010 lakini sasa baada ya maono hayo ya november tarehe 14 mwaka 2010 and now you see the release of the pearl horse na on sasa, february 2nd na sasa mnaona kuachiliwa kwa farasi wa kijivujivu tarehe 2 ya februari 2011 mwaka 2011 and yet we found out now that actually the black horseman na sasa tukagundua kwamba kwa hakika mpanda farasi wa farasi mweusi is coming was in other words meant to prepare the way for the release of the pearl horseman kukuja kwake kwa hakika kulikuwa kuandaa njia kwa ajili ya kuja kwa mfarasi wa kijivujivu to ripen the nations for the pearl horseman kuyaidhisha mataifa kwa ajili ya farasi wa kijivujivu because it brought economic despondency economic uh, wars kwa sababu ilileta vita vya kiuchumi he brought economic crisis and many people came out with much anger desperation and all this ilileta matata ya kiuchumi na watu wengi wakajitokeza wanashida wanapiga kelele na ghasia and that created a very fertile ground for the effects of the pearl horseman na hiyo ikatengeneza msingi mzuri kabisa kwa ajili ya kazi za farasi wa understand Watu wa dhamani ni muhimu sana kuelewa. Well, when you look at the release of the pearl horse. Ukiangalia kuachiliwa kwa farasi wa kijivujivu. And what is happening across the globe right now? Na kinachotendeka kote kote duniani hivi sasa. They are happening at this time. Yanatendeka katika wakati huu. And they are moving towards the height of the tempest. Na yanaelekea kilele cha hayo machafuko. But it's amazing that at the same time. Lakini nashangaza kwamba wakati huo huo The Lord is now speaking about the rapture. Bwana sasa ananena juu ya unyakuzi. Relentlessly. Bila kukoma. Those who are wise they can read inside the arrangement of these prophecies. Wale ambao wana hekima wanaweza kusoma ndani ya mpangilio wa unabii huu. Because you find that The Lord is speaking at the same time is is arranging is bringing the same events concurrently. Kwa sababu unatambua kwamba Bwana analeta matukio haya akiyafuatisha wakati mmoja. And that means these events are very very close. Na hiyo inamaanisha kwamba matukio haya yamekaribiana sana. Many have asked now will the pearl horsemen kill Christians or will the earthquakes kill Christians? Watu wengi wameuliza sasa tsunamis and floods. Watu wengi wamauliza sasa kwamba je, farasi wa kijivujivu ataua wakristo ama mafuriko ama masunami na matetemeko ya ardhi yataua wakristo? The most important thing is to prepare 
righteously for the coming of the Messiah. Jambo la muhimu zaidi ni kujiandaa katika uhaki kwa ajili ya kurejea kwake Mesia. The wise preparation. Maandalizi yenye busara. It's amazing because whichever comes first. Inashangaza manake lile litakalo tangulia. If you are well prepared. Ikiwa umejiandaa vizuri. It does not matter whichever comes first. Haitajalisha tukio lipi litatangulia. Whether building collapses and kills you. Kwamba jengo litaporomoka na likuue. Out of an earthquake. Tokana na tetemeko la ardhi. Or a tsunami sweep you. Ama tsunami kufagilia. And kill you. Na kukuua. Whether that comes first. Labda hiyo ije ya kwanza. Or the rapture of the church takes place. Ama unyakuzi wa kanisa utangulie. It does not matter if you are well prepared. Haitajalisha ikiwa umejiandaa vizuri. Even if a flood, a tsunami flood, an earthquake, name it, an accident, it doesn't matter. Hata kama mafuriko, tetemeko la ardhi ama ajali ama vinginevyo haijalishi. Take away your life. Yatachukua maisha yako. Here on the earth. Hapa duniani. But if at that time you are well prepared for the coming of the Messiah. Lakini ikiwa wakati huo umejiandaa vizuri kwa ajili ya kurudi kwake Mesia. It will not matter. You will still enter the kingdom of God. Bado utaingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. Because the Lord has even promised that those who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake some to everlasting life. Manake Bwana ameahidi kwamba hata wale waliolala katika mavumbi ya dunia wataamuka, wengine wapate uzima wa milele. And that's why the most important thing is not to try to arrange how what will happen when. Nendo maana jambo la muhimu zaidi si atujaribu kupanga nini itatendeka lini wapi. The most important thing is to seek righteousness and holiness. Jambo la muhimu zaidi ni kutafuta uhaki na utakatifu. To seek reconciliation with God Almighty. Kutafuta upatanisho na Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. To live a holier life day by day. Kuishi maisha matakatifu zaidi siku baada ya siku. Precious people. Watu wa dhamani. It's very very important for the church to prepare now. Ni muhimu sana sana kwa kanisa kujiandaa hivi sasa. Because I see I see a very sensitive time. Kwa sababu ninaona wakati ulionyeti sana. That the Lord is releasing the pale horse and the effects are consuming the news globally. Ambapo Bwana amemwachilia farasi wa kijivujivu na matukio yameenea kote kwenye habari kote duniani. And he is relentlessly talking to me about the rapture of the church. Na bila kukoma kila mara na nenea juu ya unyakuzi wa kanisa. Please don't miss to read inside the prophecy. Tafadhali usikose kusoma ndani ya unabii. There is a way Those events have been arranged deliberately. Kuna vile matukio hayo yamepangwa kimakusudi. And it's very important for the church to prepare. Na ni muhimu zaidi kwa kanisa kujiandaa. Precious listeners. Wasikilizaji wa dhamani. I have seen the coming of the Messiah. Nimeona kurudi kwake Mesia. I have seen the rapture of the church. Nimeona unyakuzi wa kanisa. I've seen the church being taken away. Nimeona kanisa likinyakuliwa.